your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Operation Transformation is back on our TV screens this evening at 9.35 on RT1 and on the RT player. And this year features Limerick leader Dara Fitzgerald from Corbally. He's 37, engaged to Yvonne, and has two children, Rian, aged eight, and Roisin, aged three. And he's been chatting to Anne-Marie about the journey so far. I suppose early September there is flicking through socials and uh, I think like a sponsored post came up. Um, and I just said to myself, why not? So... Um, just started the application process there um, and I didn't tell anyone for I didn't even tell Yvonne like I, I told I think the first Yvonne knew, knew of it was when I was a good bit into the process and we actually had to go on a Zoom call together and I told her like two hours before it Really? Yeah 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 that's kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah so she got a she got a bit of a hop there yeah um, so we had to go on a Zoom call with one of the producers Philly he's actually great um, he's, he was kind of the mighty he was kind of the fellow that guided me during the process the application process and stuff like that so yeah we had to go on a Zoom call with Philly um and then one thing led to another and I got down to the cut for assessment day in Dublin which is it was in DCU in November uh, which is the final 20 they do a Saturday and a Sunday I was I was a Saturday session and then after that you literally go away um, and you give them your air code for the, for a week to literally let them know where you are where you're going to be between 9 and 5 like so I, I, like I work from home a good bit I work from the office Give them the air code and then it's after that then either you get a knock from Catherine Thomas or you're on the door or you don't. So yeah, that's literally, that is, like a lot of people think that's scripted. That's actually a surprise. Like, so yeah, yeah. So um, how hectic has it been since then? Since last Tuesday, I opened up, I just like put my Instagram in public. Um, purely, like I, I, I'm, not, I'm actually not even sure why, but like I, even before myself and Yvonne had a chat, like Yvonne just said, look, I took down pictures of the kids uh, just just in case just don't want to like it, it was I wasn't um, expecting I suppose the influx of people um, to fo- like even followers and stuff like that and messages of support I, I woke up Thursday morning and I think I had an extra like six 650 followers um, and since then it's just been creeping up it's, it's great uh, the messages of support has been actually like pretty overwhelming to be honest um, I, had to, I, I made reference to the show I had to charge my phone twice last Wednesday uh, it's just it's just mental like it's people I haven't spoken to in 20 years people I don't even know people from up country people just reaching out that they can relate to the story I don't think people realise how much it helps like people just reaching out that you don't even know people taking time out of their own day to wish you well which I think I think that's because you are putting your life on oh, display yeah, yeah and, that's, and to be honest like I suppose just reference to the Zoom call there with Philly the producer that's probably something my issue like I, I just don't talk at home I don't talk I, I don't, like I'm, I'm a waffler I just don't talk about the right things I suppose um, but yeah look that's it yeah, you're putting your life I remember Catherine came down for an interview there and I literally opened up about the last 20 years which is something I've never even spoken to about Yvonne which is Yvonne like so I keep telling myself it's all for the right reasons so yeah it's it's hopefully worthwhile at the end yeah and how much support is there? We we get the sense as the viewer, and I've seen the first episode. There is a, a team of support there. Yeah. So so in relation to that, like that, I think that kind of stuff goes unnoticed, um, especially to the general public. It's actually phenomenal. Like so, we have a I actually have a group chat there with each expert. Uh, we have a group chat with Catherine Thomas. We have a group chat with the producers. Um, we like if I I think if I search my WhatsApp for like OT group that group chats I think I might have like nine or ten. Um, even outside of the main show, um, they're always in contact. Um, Carl, Sophie, Sumi. Um, actually, I'm gonna I have to leave here now. And uh, Doctor Eddie's calling to the house at three o'clock for for an interview. Carl was down the house yesterday. 
but yeah, it's it's a support from themselves is actually phenomenal. Yeah, it's I couldn't ask for much more. Um, it's something that I wasn't expecting to be honest. I thought literally you just go up on a Saturday, get weighed in, and you're let go till the following Saturday. No, but it's complete opposite of that. You've been through um, a pretty serious illness. Do you want mm. to tell us a bit about that and what you've shared? Sure. Yeah. So at age sixteen, um, I suppose like every other teenager, played rugby, pretty active. I worked in a local pub at the time, um, Driscoll's and Corbley. Um, I just remember one day I was just working, I just wasn't feeling great. And that continued for a couple of months, I was in no energy. Uh, I got misdiagnosed in hospital maybe seven or eight times. So I was told I was anemic, I was told I was just losing blood, just took iron tablets um, and it came to a, a kind of a sudden halt then in uh, April of '03, where I just like literally passed out at home. Uh, my blood count was just ridiculously low, straight to hospital and emergency surgery and tumour in the bowel. Uh, of this, I got diagnosed with like non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, rare form of cancer called Burkett's. I suppose my issue at the time was uh, I was 16 going on 17, so like from um, oncology terms, like I wasn't uh, a grown-up or I wasn't a child either. So like I had the option of going to Dublin or the option of staying in Limerick. And in fairness, family, friends, and everything like it was kind of a non-runner really. So I just stayed in Limerick. Um, I was in the regional from start of May till end of August, start of September under Prof Gupta. So yeah, he um, he does crazy things in a good way which yeah he uh, saw me through it yeah it was great uh, and then you had an issue with your heart yeah yeah Roisin um, was born in September of 2020 so Yvonne was in hospital with Roisin it was a Covid baby so like I couldn't I was literally in for the, allowed in for the section that was it um, the lads were due home uh, or they actually were they were home a yeah, day or so uh, I was over cutting my mum's grass and just didn't feel well after it um, colour was gone just Respiring a lot, my sister said to me, Jesus, you don't look well." My now I could feel my heart was kind of in rhythm, like I suppose extra beats. I suppose, but I get them regularly, and they reckon it's because of the chemo back in '03. But this one, I just wasn't coming out of it, so um, went into actually drove myself to any, went into any, and then they put me on the ECG and they picked up the the arrhythmia straight away. Um, but luckily enough, I came out of it myself. But then I was in coronary care for three or four days. Um, and Yvonne is just after a section, like literally three or four days after a section. She's home with two kids, so yeah, it wasn't great. Sounds hectic. Yeah, um, yeah, but even after that, I was, I was put on, um, Yvonne is great with the kids even, like yeah, but I was put on beta blockers um, for six months. They absolutely destroyed me, couldn't hack them at all. Um, and then three months after the actual AFib, I got a procedure done called an ablation up in the beacon, um, which basically creates like scar tissue in the heart so the extra beats can't get through to cause um, any extra arrhythmias I suppose yeah but uh, all been well since that yeah um, so how are you now? yeah no I suppose yeah it's just health wise uh, I'm probably I'm as good as I've been in a while I suppose yeah but it's just kind of trying to get the weight down and kind of get a, a lifestyle where even just playing with the kids or something like that or even like people just, or just people mean well like they say oh yeah like I tell them I'm probably 20 stone, 21 stone, people say, geez, you, you don't look it, but... You don't? Though. I don't, yeah, but you see, I know people mean well, like, but I yeah, ca- yeah. I'll probably carry weight well, you see, because uh, then, like, but trying to walk around or run around, run around 21 stone isn't isn't ideal when you're 37, like, you know, so... Especially when I'm not playing rugby, so it's just something I want to kind of get a hold of and something that I can maintain, really. I literally don't eat breakfast, but obviously on Sophie's plan now, we've three good meals a day, so even that alone was... Um, small win for me like just having breakfast with the kids I think is great but yeah it's just general lifestyle habits um, eating habits How do the kids feel about they're uh, young how do they, they feel about all this absolutely love it <laughs> yeah yeah. my show producer is Treylock he's in the house like literally Sunday to Thursday and Roisin she, like three year old she's actually very very fond of him she's like when is Treylock coming when is Treylock coming back um, yeah but he's very good with the kids as well but he's in fairness to him like he knows boundaries so, like he, he literally he'll only do what we're comfortable with which is fantastic Um 
remember on day one, like his first year on the show as well as a producer, but on day one I think I, I, he won't mind me mentioning this now, but I think I took Simon out of the oven eight times just so he'd get the right shot and he, he went home and he, or he went back to the hotel and he, he messaged me the following morning he goes look just apologies about that yesterday I'm looking back at the actual clips and I'm like Jesus what, what was I doing like so yeah but look he, I suppose he was trying to get the right shot as well yeah. but it's yeah. it's obviously a, it's 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 not a drama or it's not scripted like it's literally real life so um, real life yeah, TV yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 No, it's yeah. great look it's all I keep referring to like it'll all be worthwhile at the end so yeah uh, Dara Fitzgerald in Garbley, one of the leaders on this year's Operation Transformation this evening at 9.35 on RT1 and the RT Player and you can catch that interview with podcast at live95.ie and video of it on Live95 socials. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live95.